Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. This week I'm going to be talking about our showdown in Champaign Thursday night at Clark Bar. Friday night we played here in town at the Windjammer. And Saturday we played up north in Morris at Clayton's Tap. So, this week was interesting, I guess, would be... Trying, trying to keep it as positive as possible, but we had a lot of iffy things happen this last weekend that that were not my favorite things that happened. But of course, you run into this stuff doing this, doing anything. I think performance and artistic wise, you run into stuff like this a lot. But uh, anyway, so Clark Bar Thursday night. Uh, overall, the show wasn't too bad. It uh, it um. We probably picked the wrong because we could have played inside or outside. Uh, I always like playing outside because you know the sound doesn't get trapped as much and it usually sounds a little bit better. Um, but it seemed like at least when we got there for like the first hour or so, it was a much busier inside and a lot cooler. So I probably wouldn't have sweat quite as much. Didn't do the foot drums or anything. Uh, it was just me and Low. The show went overall okay. I mean, we had definitely a okay crowd out in the garden watching us um nothing too crazy pretty much every show this week we had some some technical difficulties this one the only thing negative that really happened on that front was I broke a string and uh I couldn't really I don't know when I use just the JBL and then have the two vocals the guitar tone isn't uh as good and I didn't bring an extra speaker to uh, like use as a guitar amp which is what I've been doing a lot lately, but I thought since it's kind of a quiet, small beer garden show, I'd be fine. So I couldn't really get as much volume out of the guitar as I was wanting. Uh, I did use a DI this time, which I think definitely cleaned up the tone for the JBL, but um, just, you know, not not my... I couldn't get it loud enough, which was part of it. I think my um, it was boosted on my guitar. I had the boost pedal turned all the way up and the channel turned all the way up, and I still just, like, could not get quite enough volume but other than that it was pretty fine i mean we, we had fun playing the the other thing that happened was we got shortchanged at the end of the night which kind of a weird thing that happens you know every once in a while but uh last time we played there i well i'll, I'll skip back to so there was a lady that booked at the clark bar that um left and before she left she booked us a show that uh, she double booked. So then she rescheduled us three shows. And I guess maybe it was my fault for not asking, but I just assumed that since it was rebooking, we'd be getting paid the same as we had previously, which still wasn't as much as I usually charge. But, uh, you know, I, I take what I can get most of the time, especially for a Thursday show. I thought it would be fine. Um, but then she left the bar, so she didn't work there. And all the Prices, she told everybody else, I guess, weren't the same as what I had written down. So it was supposed to be um, uh, 200 which for three hours is uh, not too bad if I'm not doing foot drums and stuff, So, um, which is fine. But then the last time we played there, when she had already left, and we played on a Thursday, the guy tried to give us 140 instead of uh, 200 and I told him kind of the story about how, you know, she had said or she had booked us these shows and uh, originally they were booked for $200. So he's like, I can give you 150 So I was like, okay, well, that kind of sucks, but, you know, I'll, t- I'll take it. That's at least he's 
tried to give us a little bit more. And then this time we played there, he bumped it down to 120. Um, said that that was how much was written down for us. I just like, I don't know. It just, again, you know, I took it and it's fine, but I just, and I know that there's just, it's just miscommunication on a lot of fronts. Um, mainly the lady that left obviously didn't fill in the new people. Um, but anyway, so that, you know, that was probably the most negative thing of the night. Everything, I think the show went well. We sang okay. Um, everything else was fine. Got good feedback from the people that were listening. So that was the the Thursday night show. The Friday night show at the Windjammer, that was all positive, all good stuff. The only negative was uh, the technical difficulties. So I just, at the beginning of the show, I don't, I don't even know what was going on. I had... Uh, Used the JBL again for the vocals, but then I tried using a separate speaker for my guitar, and it was one I just bought, a QSC, um, little 8-inch, 1,000-watt speaker, powered speaker, and I it just sounded like everything I was playing was out of tune for some reason. I couldn't really figure that out. Um, for the first set, I mean, I pretty... Because we, you know, we set up right to the point we were supposed to start, and then um, we just... Uh, had to keep playing. I couldn't really like stop and figure it out. I didn't really notice it right away as far as, uh, like, like when we did our sound check, it wasn't really being like that, but, um, or I just didn't notice it, I guess. So that was a little bit annoying, but then I changed out the speaker and it sounded great for like two songs in the second set. And then it was, it just like completely cut out. Um, and then I went into the into uh, the Roland amp, which is you know what we were using to mic the per, uh, hand percussion setup with Dave because it was Dave Lowe and I, and uh, it sounded okay, but um, it's still a little distorted. I guess I probably should have figured what the problem was, but I you know I was in the on the fly. Eventually, I just moved it to the JBL, and it it sounded better, just not great, which. And before I had it running through a mixer, so I had my my guitar running to my pedal board, my pedal board running to a mixer with just my guitar going to a speaker, and then I bypassed all that stuff because I thought maybe it was a bad cable or something, um, and re like reset up my whole pedal board setting wise, made sure everything was in the right spot, um, but it still kind of sounded funny. And then so I just went direct in from my pedal board to the speaker. Um, and it cut out really bad. So, I, you know, in that point, I thought it was just the cable, but we were mid-show. And, uh, I mean, the crowd was great that night. It was, uh, they liked everything we were doing. I thought we played kind of sloppy, but uh, it was because I wasn't doing any foot drums. So, uh, and me and Dave were kind of far away, so I felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect there, but the crowd was just great. It was an outside thing. Of course, I broke a string that night as well. And, uh, you know, all the guitar issues, it was really, with all the guitar issues, it was really hard for me to really enjoy it at a certain, at like the third set when I still couldn't figure out why it sounded like a little distorted. Um, I pretty much just was like, screw it and just played hard and tried to be entertaining, which I think we were after we had a couple new fans definitely come up and talking to us and stuff and that was really nice and cool and they just said like a bunch of really positive things and really built us up so that was that was nice um but yeah and I mean I think a lot of people there were 
uh, into it. So it, it was fun, even though I couldn't really fully have as good a time as I wanted to with the guitar sound a little weird. Vocals, I feel like, sounded great, and that's probably mostly what people care, uh, lis- listening-wise. But uh, I just, like, could not get the guitar to sound good, and that made me, like, a little bit, you know, I was way too focused on trying to make the guitar sound good and what was going on with it. I was, like, distracted, so I couldn't be as invested in the performance as I would have liked to be. Um, But again, at the end, I just kind of said screw it and just played with how it sounded and, you know, whatever. And uh, I think that ended up and really helped the show. So then the Saturday show, that's the one that I'm like still pretty not happy about in a lot of ways. Um, so we got, uh, we've played at this bar Clayton's three times and every time we've played there, we've just got like the best response from the crowd to super nice people. Um, and just overall good feedback. I've never heard a negative thing when we've played there. Never, um, so we we uh getting ready to go and I get a message from the owner via Facebook saying that the bartender didn't really like our set last time and if we could do more like the style of the first time we played there which is I I don't even know what to say to that really because I mean I have no idea what we even played the first time and this this lady that was sending me the message she's the person who books there and she saw us the first time and thought we were great. So, um, I just like confused. And the last time we played there, the time that she was talking about, there was literally like maybe 15 to 20 people that were just there to see us. And they were all up and dancing like the whole time, the last couple hours of the set. And so it was really confusing to us to get that and to get it a few hours before the show. Um, so I was like, yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. Uh, I usually just play to what the crowd, you know, wants to hear. Because, I mean, they were requesting some originals and um, just some random covers uh, that maybe not have been what we had played the first time. But, I mean, we were playing what they wanted to hear. Um, so it just seemed really strange that, and she was like the the lady that books us was like, I wasn't there, so I really can't comment. But the bar, so in my mind, I'm just like, so you're gonna uh, listen to one bartender, uh, and not like the whole rest of the people that were there about you know, and, and trust that. And I mean, we were playing like Johnny Cash, Elvis, The Beatles, Led Zeppelin. I mean, I don't know who in their right mind would not enjoy those bands? I mean, I think generally most people can. Tom Petty. I mean, I I know a lot of people who love or hate Tom Petty, but most people that were there liked him, I know for a fact, because we got a lot of good feedback from everybody about it. We did our Tom Pedley, and everybody was singing along. And Anyway, so, um, and I I just, uh, I remember the the bartender being like in a bad mood right from the get go when we got there, she was just kind of seemed kind of negative in general. I don't know this whole thing. I, I, it's, it's silly for me to get worked up about and still be frustrated about, but, uh, I don't know. It just ruined the whole night for us. Pretty much. We, we got there and we thought we, we felt like, 
Um, we were in a bad place to be. All of us were way too in our heads about everything, and I probably shouldn't have told everybody about the messages. I probably should have just kept it to myself. That way I could have just carried it, but I was just fuming, and I don't know. It's just like a performer's mentality. We're so fragile, you know. Uh, we're trying to be the life of the party, for, and that, that one's a tough one because it's a four-hour show. So just trying to be the life of the party for four hours, and to do that... At least for me, I have to be in like a confident state of mind, um, and it would have been just fine if they didn't say anything. I would it would have been, you know, I, I I feel like I would have been a lot more confident. Instead, it felt like we were like aud- re auditioning, even though we'd played there three times, and um, every time we played there seemed to have went well, but uh, it was just super frustrating and just kind of dragged the whole show down. And, I mean, it happens, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to be brought down a few pegs once in a while, but it just seemed, like, not very thought out of the people that were saying that stuff. Uh, The lady who sent us the message, the bartender that complained. um, I mean, if they would have maybe a week prior, we could have at least gotten the weirdness out of our system before we played but it was since it was just a few hours before we were all just like what are we even gonna do I mean in a four-hour set there's not even we would have played almost the same set list regard there there would have been at least two to three hours of overlap of song so I mean it wouldn't have there's no way it was that different you know uh so it was just like a weird kind of harsh thing to, that was, like I said, I don't think they thought thought it through at all. They probably have never been on the performing side of anything. Because, um, I mean, the lady who sent us the message didn't even know what the bartender was talking about because she wasn't there. So, I mean, all of that could have been avoided. And then we brought, like, ten people out, and they stayed the whole time and drank, even though the bar, other than that, was like super dead most of the night and uh you know we just felt weird and i don't know but we went up after the first set talked to the bartender and uh she i mean she seemed maybe a little caught off guard but for the most part she said mostly positive things about our set list and the way it sounded and i don't know it was just a strange evening and then at the end of the night she gave us, like, a ton of compliments, and we got compliments from, you know, maybe five to ten other people that were just random people that showed up, not that necessarily people we brought. And some of them knew the owner, so I was like, yeah, just be sure and tell the the owner, which is the person who booked us and the person who sent us the message in the first place, and a lot of people, you know, said they were going to. And some of the people I didn't even have to mention that they should tell the owner. And they were like, I'm going to tell her. Um, anyway, and then the bartender came up to us at the end of the night and was like, yeah, you guys sounded great. I was really listening this time, and I, I thought it was good. Uh thought your originals were good and your covers were good. And um, maybe the last time it was because, you know, mostly country music is what's played here and there there wasn't that and maybe some of the people seemed a little annoyed at that and that's what why I said that but uh you know it really could have been a million things I, I remember that show before the sound being a little funny 
and uh, I was I was pretty pretty worn out after like halfway through that show. But uh, anyway, she was like, "Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell uh, the the owner that it was great and you guys were good." And it's like so I got a little bit of relief there. And I mean, I like I, she she was like singing along to the songs at the end of the set, and I mean. I, I guess that gave us some sort of approval that we were doing okay, even though that you know the people we brought were into it, and the you know the other people that came up and talked to us throughout the night only had good things to say. But um, anyway, so then the next day comes uh, about maybe like I don't know, 10 a.m. noon somewhere in there. I got get a message from the owner. It's like. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and cancel all future shows. So I was like, what? It's <laughs> like, what happened? And then I, so, you know, I was trying to be as diplomatic as possible, but very frustrated because we had three other shows booked at the bar. And then she said all summer shows, but we had one literally two weeks from that date that we were supposed to be back in there. And so I was like, pretty much ultimately all I said was, you know, you know, I think we did fine last night and got lots of good compliments and feedback and, you know, it's super short notice for you to cancel. And it's unfortunate. And uh, that's pretty much all I said. And then I took the shows off the calendar and I just blocked that page because I knew that if I kept seeing updates about other people playing there or just anything about it, it would just make me feel negative um but eventually she did like the next day she was like oh well i see you're playing there august 2nd well we can honor that date if you can't fill it anywhere else and i didn't respond and then uh she said oh i see you're supposed to be back in two weeks somehow that got overlooked it was actually written on their wall that we were there and we were telling everybody that was there having a good time that we were going to be back in two weeks and that was the thing that kind of Really put it over the line for me, but uh, and she's like, "Well, we we have some beers companies coming in to do something, but we can book you at the other business we have in town." And I was like, uh, "I just didn't respond again." And then eventually, she's just like, "Well, I'm just going to take the shows off the calendar." What probably happened is, you know, she maybe looked at the numbers, saw it was kind of slow that night on Saturday, and canceled the shows and then got like a bunch of good feedback from people about us sounding good and then was like okay well we can do it and then since I didn't respond she just was like but that's just like I don't know just seems super unprofessional to me to cancel shows two weeks before I mean I just feel like a lot of not a lot just some bar owners and stuff like that don't have any idea that like when they book shows with us that, you know, we depend on that money, like we're counting on it and we're poor. A lot of us, I mean, I don't have a lot of money. Um, so when something gets canceled that last minute and there's no possible way to refill it, that just kind of screws us completely. So at two weeks prior, I mean, there's just nothing, no, no, unless some random person cancels a different show and then they need a band and they, somebody hits us up. There's really no way that, I mean, every bar and other place we would potentially play would be booked far before two weeks in advance. So 
Anyway, I was just really frustrated with the whole whole Saturday show at Clayton's, so I just uh I'm just not gonna work with those people anymore. I mean they and we did have another show booked in September that she didn't really mention, but I was after she sent us those you know, those messages, I was just like, Yeah, go ahead and take that one off the calendar as well because I just that was just a, a roller coaster for no reason. I mean, <laughs> they literally could have said nothing. It would have been a fine show, and then we would have just kept the shows we had booked there. But instead, they said a bunch of things that made us feel weird and then canceled our shows and then said that they didn't have to cancel them right immediately after. So ev- literally every part of the thing was just, I don't know, just way too much, way too much on the, on the mental, the mental state there, so, and I mean, I'm finishing this podcast late, like, I, I was trying to, like, you know, I started it and realized I was probably a little, still a little bit too angry about it to really talk too much about it, but, uh, it just, I could still, I could, I still feel kind of frustrated about it. And I, this, some of those dates I'm not going to be able to fill. Like, we had three dates there, and two of them were before our Colorado tour. So, I mean, that's money that I'm going to be missing for sure. But anyway, so that was, that was kind of what I was talking about at the beginning as far as it being in a, quite, quite the adventure this weekend. I mean, between the, the getting sh- paid less than we should have gotten and then the uh, technical difficulties and then that whole last day at, for the Clayton show and then the canceling all our other Clayton shows and then trying to re go back on that and rehire us probably to be can to be canceled again at a later time. I don't know. It was just a lot. And I still, I still am kind of down about it, honestly. And we've played shows since then, but that have been good. I just, uh, trying to, Trying to dig out of the hole there. But anyway, so that is um, our last weekend. This coming weekend, we play at Bray's in Bloomington, and then we play at PK's in Pontiac. So I'll be talking about those next week. Sorry if this was too negative of a podcast. I just, uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. Hopefully the next one will be you know, in a a much more positive light. But anyway, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your week.